Good morning, my friends. I am so sorry that it has been over a week since we have been together. I know that I have missed this deeply um, and hopefully will not miss another day. (laughs) That's always my hope. Today is Thanksgiving Day and I have very mixed feelings about this day. I would like, we have, first of all, we have special readings for today. We have Psalm 65, Deuteronomy 8, 7 through 18, 2 Corinthians 9, 6 through 15, and the Gospel of Luke 17, 11 through 19. I would like to read to you the introduction to the Rethinking Thanksgiving Toolkit Um, This is by the Indigenous Solidarity Network, and it begins with a quote from Barb Munson, who is part of the Oneida, Oneida, excuse me, Nation, Wisconsin Indian Education Association, Indian Mascot and Logo Task Force. For many Indigenous people, giving thanks is a way of life. Among the Haudenosaunee, or Iroquois nations, an opening address or great thanksgiving are the words spoken at start of day and before any important gathering of people commences its activity. Other indigenous people also begin their days and activities with the prayer of thanksgiving for all creation. We put, to, we put our tobacco down as a gift of thanks. Thanksgiving, respect, and reciprocity are core to our life ways. The introduction of the Rethinking Thanksgiving Toolkit, which I'll link in the notes, continues. There are many different experiences we will have over Thanksgiving. Some of us will have lots of food. Some of us will struggle to have enough. Some will be surrounded by people and some will be alone or with just one other person. For many, it's an important time of coming together with family. This day also gives us a chance to look at and change stories we have about our families and ourselves. Thanksgiving is based on myths that hide and erase the genocide that the United States is founded upon. What would it mean to tell a different story, an honest story? This past year has been filled with an emboldening of white supremacy. At the same time, more and more people are working to create something different. We cannot expect that justice will ever come if we are not willing to face the injustices of our past and present. Holidays can be a time to connect and talk about these realities and touch people's hearts in profound ways. This can be fertile ground for lasting change. The Indigenous Solidarity Network has developed this toolkit geared for white folks to discuss settler privilege and thanksgiving with family, friends, and broader community. Deep gratitude to Diana Gilio Whitaker and Roxanne Dunbar Ortiz for sharing the chapter Thanksgiving Proves the Indians Welcome the Pilgrims from their book All the Real Indians Died Off and 20 Other Myths About Native Americans. We need to talk about the history and ongoing reality of settler colonialism, meaning how European people violently took over lands and peoples for their own gains and came to stay. In the U.S., this process of settling included enslaving people of African descent to build a country on indigenous land. If you're having these conversations with people of color and or indigenous peoples, 
Listen to what they're bringing. It's important to look at the complex ways the colonialization of indigenous nations went hand in hand with enslaving African people to work the land and how the violence is ongoing, as is indigenous and people of color-led resistance. It can be hard for any of us to confront the ways we benefit from oppression and hard to talk about people who do not agree with us and hard to talk about with people who do not agree with us. But this is how change starts and gives us the chance for real healing. We invite you to take a moment to pause and breathe. What is happening in your body right now? How are you? Holidays are intense for many of us. Whether they are filled with joy or sorrow and struggle or a combination, taking time to pause and notice how we are doing and what is happening can support us to continue to be in hard conversations. As with any work in which we are acting in solidarity against oppression, we recognize that we do this work not for indigenous peoples, but in partnership. We act out of mutual interest, recognizing that we are all facing the crisis of climate catastrophe and environmental destruction. It is indigenous peoples who are fighting back most intensely in defending their lands. Supporting indigenous protection of lands and waters ensures they will be protected for future generations. And then I'm just going to read one of the deconstruction tools. And then we'll, we'll go on to morning prayer. But I, I wanted to start us off with a rethinking in our hearts. And I believe the Holy Spirit is going to do some work in us today. So the first of the deconstruction tools address foundational myths behind, behind Thanksgiving. The roots of Thanksgiving are complicated and painful. Native and non-Native scholars tend to agree that although there was a feast in 1621, this did not begin a tradition of Thanksgiving. The first recorded Thanksgiving was a celebration of murder. Dutch and English mercenaries massacred over 700 indigenous people during their green corn dance in 1637. The next day, the governor of the Massachusetts Bay Colony declared Thanksgiving Day to commemorate, quote, subduing the Peacots, end quote. Let's take a moment and just breathe. And then let's begin our morning prayer with prayers for indigenous, prayers for all people in our hearts, right? We've talked about this before, that abuse and evil harm both the victim recipient and the evildoer. And so we who are white, I'm white in case you guys didn't know that, um, I'm white, but adopted into a Native American line. My great-grandfather was Native American. So my last name is, is not the English last name. It is the anglicized version of his Native American name, whatever that was. I, I don't know. Um, so I have lots of mixed feelings about this, but I believe we both need to pray as as the article I read or as the essay that I, I just read from says not for but with in partnership and so those intercessory prayers they are 
there on behalf of and in repentance of these acts on all sides. There are no sides anymore. We're now in this together. And the only way that we're going to get to a better place is together. That is my, my firm belief, as naive as it might sound, I, I care not. But let us have a moment of silence before we start our morning prayer. I think that on this day, it is appropriate to both give thanks and also to grieve. And, and perhaps this would be a good day of commemoration to grieve the losses of the lives of the indigenous people at the hands of colonialists. And even now, throughout the history of this country as we know it. We are no longer strangers and sojourners, but citizens together with the saints and members of the household of God. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God, our heavenly creator, to set forth God's praise, to hear God's holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others, those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation. And so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship God, let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins, that we may obtain forgiveness by God's infinite goodness and mercy. God of all mercy, we confess that we have sinned against you, opposing your will in our lives. We have denied your goodness in each other, in ourselves, and in the world you have created. We repent of the evil that enslaves us, the evil we have done, and the evil done on our behalf. Forgive, restore, and strengthen us through our Savior Jesus Christ, that we may abide in your love and serve only your will. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, let our mouth proclaim your praise and your glory all the day long. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Our God is glorious in all the saints. Come, let us worship. Be joyful in God, all you lands. Serve God with gladness and come before God's presence with a song. Know this, God is the only true and holy sovereign. They themselves has made us and we are theirs. We are God's people and the sheep of God's pasture. Enter God's gates with thanksgiving. Go into God's courts with praise. 
Give thanks to God and call upon God's name. For God is good, their mercy is everlasting, and their faithfulness endures from age to age. Our God is glorious in all the saints. Come, let us worship. Psalm 65 Praise is due to you, O God in Zion, and to you shall vows be performed. O you who answer prayer, to you all flesh shall come. When deeds of iniquity overwhelm us, you forgive our transgressions. Happy are those whom you choose and bring near to live in your courts. We shall be satisfied with the goodness of your house and your holy temple. By awesome deeds, you answer us with deliverance, O God of our salvation. You are the hope of all the ends of the earth and of the farthest seas. By your strength, you establish the mountains. You are girded with might. You silence the roaring of the seas, the roaring of their waves, the tumult of the peoples. Those who live at earth's farthest bounds are awed by your signs. You make the gateways of the morning and the evening shout for joy. You visit the earth and water it. You greatly enrich it. The river of God is full of water. You provide the people with grain, for so you have prepared it. You water its furrows abundantly, settling its ridges, softening it with showers, and blessing its growth. You crown the year with your bounty. Your wagon tracks overflow with richness. The pastures of the wilderness overflow. The hills gird themselves with joy. The meadows clothe themselves with flocks. The valleys deck themselves with grain. They shout and sing together for joy. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Deuteronomy, chapter 8, verses 7 through 18. For your sovereign God is bringing you into a good land, a land with flowing streams, with springs and underground waters welling up in valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley, of vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of olive trees and honey, a land where you may eat bread without scarcity, where you will lack nothing, a land whose stones are iron and from whose hills you may mine copper. You shall eat your fill and bless God for the good land that God has given you. Take care that you do not forget God, by failing to keep God's commandments, ordinances, and statutes, which I am commanding you today. When you have eaten your fill and built fine houses and live in them, and when your herds and flocks have multiplied, and your silver and gold is multiplied, and all that you have is multiplied, then do not exalt yourself, forgetting your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery, who led you through the great and terrible wilderness, an arid wasteland with poisonous snakes and scorpions. God made water flow for you from flint rock and fed you in the wilderness with manna that your ancestors did not know, to humble you and to test you and in the end to do you good. Do not say to yourself, my power and the might of my own hand have gotten me this wealth. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle K, a song of our adoption. Blessed are you, the God and creator of our Savior Jesus Christ, for you have blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. 
Before the world was made, you chose us to be yours in Christ, that we should be holy and blameless before you. You destined us for adoption as your children through Jesus Christ, according to the good pleasure of your will, to the praise of your glorious grace that you have freely given us in the Beloved. In you we have redemption through the blood of Christ, the forgiveness of our sins according to the riches of your grace which you have lavished upon us. You have made known to us in all wisdom and insight the mystery of your will, according to your good pleasure which you set forth in Christ, as a plan for the fullness of time, to gather together all things in Christ, things in heaven and things on earth. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from 2 Corinthians, chapter 9, verses 6 through 15. The point is this. The one who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and the one who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Each of you must give as you have made up your mind, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to provide you with every blessing in abundance, so that by always having enough of everything you may share abundantly in every good work. As it is written, The one who scatters abroad gives to the poor. Their righteousness endures forever. The one who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and multiply your seed for sowing and increase the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in every way for your great generosity, which will produce thanksgiving to God through us. For the rendering of this ministry not only supplies the needs of the saints, but also overflows with many thanksgivings to God. Through the testing of this ministry, you glorify God by your obedience to the confession of the gospel of Christ and by the generosity of your sharing with them and with all others, while they long for you and pray for you because of the surpassing grace of God that God has given you. Thanks be to God for their indescribable gift. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle S, A Song of Our True Nature Christ revealed our frailty and our falling, our trespasses and our humiliations. Christ also revealed their blessed power, their blessed wisdom and love. Christ protects us as tenderly and as sweetly when we are in greatest need. Christ raises us in spirit and turns everything to glory and joy without ending. God is the ground and the substance, the very essence of nature. God is the true father and mother of nature's. We are all bound to God by nature, and we are all bound to God by grace. And this grace is for all the world, because it is our precious mother, Christ. For this fair nature was prepared by Christ for the honor and nobility of all, and for the joy and bliss of salvation. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel of our Savior, Jesus Christ, according to Luke. Glory to you, Jesus Christ. Luke chapter 17, verses 11 through 19. On the way to Jerusalem, Jesus was going through the region between Samaria and Galilee. As he encountered a village, ten lepers approached him. Keeping their distance, they cried out, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. 
When Jesus saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were made clean. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice. He prostrated himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. And he, and he was a Samarian. Then Jesus asked, Were not ten made clean? But the other nine, where are they? Was none of them found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? Then Jesus said to the former leper, Get up and go on your way. Your faith has made you well. The Gospel of Jesus Christ. Praise to you, Jesus Christ. I do have a few thoughts on the readings today, my friends. First, I want to talk about the myth of Thanksgiving and harvest. We have this cultural myth in white privileged America that Thanksgiving was a feast shared by the settlers and the Indians, indigenous peoples, to celebrate the harvest that we had sowed and reaped together, right? We heard a little bit this morning about how that's not true. That is an untrue myth. Some myths have, have truth in them. Um, this myth is for the most part untrue. I'm sure that there's a place where these ideas came from. But I think I want to hone in on the concept of harvest, of fall and harvest time and of reaping what we have sown because I think we have a choice. I think actually we are choosing, even though some of us were very disappointed by what a narrow margin it was in this choice, we are choosing. We are choosing something different. We are choosing something different than harvesting the crop that it was full and coming to fruition and over the last few years had come to fruition of white male supremacy and that evil. But now I think we're choosing instead of harvesting that crop that is coming to fruit and fruition, we're choosing to throw that out, to throw it into the fire that it will not be reseeded that we will not keep planting and harvesting this crop season after season, generation after generation. We are choosing something different. We're choosing to sow a new crop of love and the equality and restitution and healing that comes with it. And it might be early days. It might be hard to see some of the fruits but we will share in the work and then we will share in the harvest when it comes and is coming. Because as we've talked about before, God's time is not linear. And I think it's really important also to look at our gospel reading and to notice that these lepers were not cleaned when they got and healed when they got to their destination. They were healed on the way. They will he were healed in progress on the journey. And so I think this journey that we are finally, though so imperfectly, making together to sow the crop of love, this journey of unity and reparation and healing, that healing is happening on the way. It is happening while we are in progress. 
We do not have to wait for some end or some destination point. It is ongoing as this work is ongoing. And we must do it together. I know, I know it sounds so naive and so altruistic, but it's really the only way. We have to do it together. It does take all of us. Indigenous peoples cannot save white people and white people cannot save indigenous people. All the people together save each other. And by save each other, I mean heal each other from the evil that has wounded both the doer and the receiver. And so to me today, this is what this Thanksgiving is about. It's about acknowledging the wounds of the past and grieving them and refusing to continue that cycle of sin and abuse. Throwing out the crop and with my siblings, my beautiful siblings of all colors and oh, not, not binary at all, but each unique, we will plant the crop of love. We will grow its roots down deep and we will be blessed in the doing, in the giving and the receiving. In the holy name of Jesus Christ, amen. Let us affirm our faith together. We believe in God, the nurturer and teacher, from whom is named every family in heaven and on earth. We believe in Jesus Christ, begotten of divine love, who lives in our hearts through faith and fills us with that love. We believe in God, the Holy Spirit. She strengthens us with power from on high. We believe in one God, source of all being, love incarnate, spirit of truth. Let us use, as we have been, the prayers from the Iona Community's Iona Abbey Worship Book. Into your care, O God, we place those whom we love, those for whom we worry, those from whom in time or place or affection we are distant. Into your care, O God, we place what grieves us and what inspires us and fills us with hope. Into your care, O God, we give ourselves. God bless to us our bodies. God bless to us our souls. God bless to us our lives. God bless to us our belief. Let us share the prayer that Jesus taught us in our own language or preferred version. Our creator in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your dominion come. Your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us in the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the sovereignty, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. May the blessing of light be upon us, light without and light within. May the moon, sun, and stars shine on us, and warm every heart till it glows like a great fire, so that strangers and friends may come in and find welcome. 
May light shine out from our eyes like a candle set in a window. And may God bless us with goodness and loving kindness. Amen. I think today we shall make up a collect for Thanksgiving. A new one. Dear God, we pray to heal the wounds, to allow your healing of the wounds that were made by the sin that was planted and harvested throughout centuries and generations. We pray for this cycle to be broken. And we pray today, now, and in a way that is ongoing and perpetual to plant a new harvest or to plant a new crop. May we plant and tend and harvest love and the fruits of love, healing, restitution, forgiveness, reparation, and grace. Help us to do this, God. Help us to bravely look back and with honest eyes see and turn and walk forward, receiving your grace and journey, receiving your grace and blessing and healing on our journey together. May we unite in solidarity in the making of this new harvest of love. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Let us use as we have been the prayer attributed to St. Francis is our prayer for mission. God, make us instruments of your peace. Where there is hatred, let us sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is discord, union. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. Grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. God, we take this time to intercede on behalf of all who wounded and are wounded. We pray for your healing of this great sin that encompassed so many, cost the lives, the souls, and the spirits of so many. We pray, God, for our souls to be safe with you. We pray for redemption. We pray for something new. We know that what seems impossible can be done in your power. For you are mightier than any and so we pray in your unfathomable grace to heal these wounds and to, to grow something different. Help us to grow love, God, to grow in love and to be love. And God, on this day, in this time, when many are lonely and afraid, May your abundance 
take root in their lives, their hearts, their souls. May they be blessed to overflowing and never know scarcity again. God, we give thanks for this opportunity to redeem, repent, and in unity plant anew. In the holy name and by the power of your begotten Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Let us pray together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, giver of all mercies, we, your co-creators, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Savior, Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray. Give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Let us bless God. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Savior Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen.